This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. Okay, Bruchem Abba, welcome everyone. We continue in Daf Hashor, learning Masech Tivamais, Daf Tzadi Aleph Amid Aleph. The Mishnah says, Hoysa Bas Yisrael, if she was a daughter of an Israelite, Nifsalam and Hakuhuna, and she gets married based on one aid, and the and the husband returns to the court. So then she becomes possible to Kuhuna. Says Gemara Pshita, it's obvious she's a Zaina. Says Gemara Baslevi min The Chiddush is that the Baslevi is disqualified from Meiser. Says Gemara, who Baslevi min misla is a Baslevi who's mezana possible from Meiser biznos. But time we learned in Bresa, Levia shenishpas a Levia that's captured, and we assume that she had illicit relations, a shenivla bilasnos, or she in fact was mezana noisin la Meiser. She continues to eat Meiser vaychalas, and she could eat it. Amrav Shei says. Amar Rav Sheshesh, says, Knasa. In this case, because she unlawfully followed the testimony of the Yid without doing her due diligence, we knas her and she loses the Ksuba. Bas Kain menat shuma, Bas Kain cannot eat shuma. Now, obviously, if a Bas Levi can't eat maister, Bas Kain can't eat shuma, says, Gemara, Filipa Shuma, even Rabbinic Shuma. The Ain Yarshim Shazav, Yarshim Shazay, Yarshim Ksuba. So the Yarshim of this one and Yarshim of that one do not inherit her Ksuba, says Gemara. Of course they don't inherit her ksuba. She doesn't get a ksuba. Ksuba maya vidita. Ksuba, there's nothing to talk about. What's it doing by here? Amr of Papa, of Papa says, Ksubas benin dichrin. It's referring to the ksuba of benin dichrin, which means as follows. Midoy raisa, if a man marries a woman and she brings into the marriage a dowry, so the halacha is, if she dies, then it goes, if... Um, if the woman dies, it goes to the husband, and if the husband marries someone else, then the halacha is that when the husband dies, the children of the original woman and the children of the new woman, they both inherit uh, the first wife's ksuba. However, the Chachamim said that if that is the case, then it's going to be taking out the a state of the first wife and bringing it to a different shevet. So that they made a takana that the, only the male progeny of that woman will inherit her possessions that she brings into the marriage. But in this case, we do not make the, such a takana, but instead all the uh, heirs of the next husband inherit that which he brought into the marriage. Says Gemara Pshita, it's obvious, of course... Uh, the Ksubas bin Nin Dichrin are not, we say, Ein Yarshiv Shazav Yarshiv Shazav Yarshin Ksubas, so they don't inherit the Ksuba, which we're saying means Ksubas bin Nin Dichrin. Rashi says, in this case, the Halacha would be her inheritors, inheritors do not get the money that she brought into the marriage, but rather, the all the heirs of the husband who she then married would inherit, and it doesn't stay in her family. Says Gemara, it's pashut. Says Gemara, Mao the Tema. I would say Ledidada of the Isura Kansurabanan. She who did an Isser, we only penalize her. But who says we penalize the progeny? The progeny didn't do an Isser. Who says we penalize them and say that they do not inherit? Her, the mother's estate, but rather it goes to all the heirs. Kamashalan, that no, in fact, we penalize them as well. The brother of the first husband and the second one, they both do chalitza, they don't do yibam. The brother 
of the first husband, so they have to do chalitza because in fact, the first husband was indeed married to her, and therefore she is zakuk to the brother of the first husband. But he doesn't do yibam midraban, that's a takan drabanan. shalshini, the brother of the second one, choyleitz midrabanan, does chalitza midrabanan, v'loy miyabim, and does not do yibam, the fact that they don't, the, the brother of the second husband doesn't do Yibam is not a Dairas Nadrabanan because, in other words, there is no relation at all to, there's no Zika at all from the second husband. So the fact that the brother of the second husband doesn't do Yibam or Chalitza is not, is not biblical and not rabbinic. Rabbi Yaisi Oimer, Ksubasa al Bala Harish. And Rabbi Yaisi says that the Ksuba is the responsibility of the first husband. Then we bring the opinion of, after Rav Yoisi, we bring a, a number of opinions in the Mishnah. In other words, if you look back in the Mishnah, the Mishnah is found on Daf Pei Zainam The Mishnah brings three opinions. We have the opinion of Rav Yoisi, that the Ksuba is responsibility of the estate of the first husband. Rav Lezer says, the first husband is Zoycha and Hermetsiois, Hermasiadaim and Kabimefer Nedarea. And Reb Shimon says that the Bior, the Chalitza, the brother of the first one, Pater Zitzara. So we have three opinions that argue on the Tanakam and the Mishnah. And the Gemara says as follows Amar of Huna, Reb Huna says, Basroi Model Kamai. The latter Tana Reb Shimon agrees with the earlier Tanam. Kamai Loi Model Basroi, the earlier Tanam not, does not concede to the later, latter Tanam. Reb Shimon, Maidilei the Rebbe Lazar. Reb Shimon agrees to Rebbe Lazar. Dema Bia de Iker Isura Laikonis. Reb Shimon is Maidilei to Rebbe Lazar. How? He's Maidilei to Rebbe Lazar that if Bia, which is the actual Isser, we say that the brother of the first husband can do Yibam and we don't knaz Bia because she can certainly the husband would get her uh, findings and her handiwork to remind who it's only monetary. Reb Lazar, Reb Lazar, loy moidule. The Reb Shimon would not agree to Reb Shimon because he would say mitziyasa masiyadah de mamaino who like kanis her findings and her masiyadah, which is only monetary. We do not penalize. Avobia the isura babia, which is aser, which is iser, who kanis we do penalize. V'tarvayu moidule the Reb Yosi. They both agree to Reb Yosi, namely hani the yasva to say loy kanis. They would both agree to Rabbi Yossi that these penalties, which is still while he's married to her, so they did not penalize the Koshikin. Ksuba, certainly the Ksuba de la Mishkal Mepak is only given when they, their marriage is disbanded. Um, certainly they should not penalize that. In other words, if we don't penalize, um, Areas of while they are married, certainly we should not penalize areas, namely the Ksuba, when they're no longer married. For Rabbi Yossi, and Rabbi Yossi would not agree to them because he would say that we don't penalize the Ksuba, Ksuba, which is only after the marriage is terminated, we don't penalize. But the other Knossos, of getting her handiwork, or of the Yibum, after the Misa, the Yasa, to say, while he is still living with her, Kanis, that we do, we are, we do uh, penalize. Certainly, the 
Ksuba, in other words, we're saying like this, they both agreed to Rabbi Yossi that the Ksuba we don't penalize, because that's already after the marriage is disbanded, after it's terminated. But the other ones are while they're still married. Rabbi Yochanan, Rabbi Yochanan says, Kamoi, the earlier Tanoa, meaning the Rabbi Yossi and Rabbi Lazar, will agree to Rabbi Shimon. Rabbi Shimon will not agree to the earlier Tanoa. Namely, Rabbi Yossi, Rabbi Lazar, Rabbi Yossi agrees to Rabbi Lazar that Ksuva, which goes from his hand to her hand, if that loikonis, if that we don't penalize, the kosh game mitziyasa, certainly her findings, that's going from her to him. So here, their findings and the handiwork, it's money that he gets. So if we don't knas what she gets, certainly we shouldn't knas what he gets. After all, she's the one who did something wrong. For Rebbe Lazar, Rebbe Lazar would not be moide to him, Namely, that's going from her to him. That's like Kanas, Avaksuba, but the Ksuba, that's going from him to her, that we do Knas. So Rabbi Lazar would not agree to Rabbi Yosi. They both would agree to Rabbi Shimon. Why? If these that are while he's still alive, we don't penalize Bia. The Bia de Lachemir is after already the husband said, Loi Koshkein, certainly we shouldn't penalize. But Reb Shimon, Loi Maidu Lahu, Reb Shimon would not agree to them, because Bia who de Lachemir is like Kanas. We're not, we don't penalize Bia because it's after death. Avalahani de Bechem, but the others which are while they're still alive, Kanas, that we do penalize. Okay, so now the Mishnah says, Nisse Shalaibashas. If a woman got married based on the testimony of Edim, so the halacha is that she's allowed to return to the original husband if he comes back. So this is the halacha. Now, if you look in the Mishnah, this halacha of Nisei Shaloi Bershos, that she could go back to the original husband, even though it's said unattributed in the Mishnah, but the statement before was Reb Shimon said that the bia of the brother, the first husband, or the chalitza, paters the tzara. So right now the Gemara is assuming that the halacha, that if, a per, that if a woman got married with two Edim, that she could go back to the original husband, if the original husband comes back, that was also the opinion of Rav Shimon. So Amalei Rav Nachman, Rav Nachman said to Rav Huna, in the name of Rav, Genava, Genuve, you stole this halacha, Lamalach, Genuva, Genava, Genuve, Lamalach, why did you steal this? If you hold like Rav Shimon, say the halacha is like Rav Shimon, Shimon because your teaching goes like Reb Shimon. The Chitamen, if you're going to say, Yamin Halach Reb Shimon, if I would have said Halach like Reb Shimon, Mashma, Bekamaisa, that would imply even in the first case. So then say, Ema, say Halach Reb Shimon, Bachroina. The Halach is like Reb Shimon, Dafka, in the last case. Kasha, so it's a question. In other words, the question, why Reb Huna said, this is the Halach, and he didn't say Halach Reb Shimon. Says Gemara, Amr of Sheshes, Reb Sheshes said, Amina, I hold, Kinayim v'shachiv Rav, Amr lahashmaisa, that when Rav was dozing off and sleeping, he said this halacha. I say that when, when Rav was sleeping and dozing off, he said this halacha, Amr lahashmaisa, 
Halacha, you're going to say the halacha is the same. The pligi, that implies the chachamim argued. Did the chachamim hold that if a woman gets married based on the testimony of two witnesses, that she can't go back to the first husband? Do the chachamim argue? What should the woman have done? She is an oinus. There are extenuating circumstances behind, beyond her control. What do you mean the halacha is this way? Nobody argues. But furthermore, I'll prove to you that nobody argues. Tanya, we learned in Abraisa, call Arai Shabbatara any erva in the Torah and Srihmeno get. If you live with an erva, you don't need a get. except for an Ish that gets married based on the testimony of Bezdin, based on the allowance of Bezdin, based on the testimony of one aid. Alpi Bezdin who the boy get. If a woman gets married based on the testimony of one aid being allowed by Bezdin, that's when she needs a get. But if she gets married based on the testimony of two witnesses, she would not need a get, let's say when the husband comes back. She doesn't need a get when the original husband comes back. In other words, we're saying that when a woman gets married based on the testimony of one aide and the original husband comes back, then she needs a get from the second husband. But if she got married based on the testimony of two Adim, then when the husband comes back, she doesn't need a get. Mani, who is this like? Because it's saying that when she gets married based on the testimony of two Adim, she doesn't need a get when the husband comes in. Elaimer Reb Shimon. If you can say it's Reb Shimon, Alpi Bezdin me by get would Reb Shimon say that if the Bezdin allowed her to get married based on the testimony of one aid, she needs a get. Vatanya, we learned that Bryce Reb Shimon Oimer, Asu Bezdin Bahira Asan Bezdin did in their Hira. Bezdin did in their Hira. When they paskin to allow one to get married based on the testimony of one witness, they acted like a man who is mezana with a woman. So just like when a man is mezana with a woman, the halacha is, she is usher to her original husband. When a woman gets married based on the testimony of one aid, she's usher to her husband. And just like when a man is mezana with a woman, he doesn't need a get, she doesn't need a get from her adulterer. So too when a woman is, goes and lives with someone based on the testimony of one witness, she would not need a get. When a woman gets married based on the testimony of two Edim, like a man and woman who have relations unintentionally. So, And in that case, also, you don't need a get. But I divide in both cases, you don't need a get. So Rabbi Shimon holds that when you get married based on the testimony of one aid, you don't need a get. So clearly the first b'risa that says when you get mar- married based on the testimony of one aid, you do need a get, that must be the chachamim. And yet when you get married based on the testimony of two aidim, you don't need a get, and presumably you're permitted to the original husband. So we see Elalav Rabbanani. And we see the Rabbanani when you get married based on the testimony of two aidim, you're permitted to the original husband. Says Really it's Rab Shimon. The Torah Answer like this. Really it's Rab Shimon. And the Chachamim argue, and the Chachamim say, even when you get married based on the testimony of two Edim, you maybe would need a get from the second husband, and you're usher to the first husband. So really it's Rib Shimon. Aye. But we know Rib Shimon holds when you get married based on the testimony of one aid. 
But here it seems that Rabbi Shimon is saying you don't need to get when you get married based on the testimony of one aid. And how could you then say that the Brisa is Rabbi Shimon? It seems to be saying you do need to get. No. Says the Gemara, Rabbi Shimon Oimer, Rabbi Shimon says, Asu Bezdin Bahaira Asan. Bezdin acted. They made that when you rely on their psak, when you have one witness that says you could get married, they made it kikavanas ishbi isha. Like when a man and woman intend to forge a relationship, namely, you boy get and you do need again. Meaning the Braissa would be enunciating that according to Rabbi Shimon, you do need again. A piedim, when you get married based on testimony of two edim, they made it kishaloi. Not with the kavana of a man to a woman. In other words, when a man and woman do not intend to forge a relationship, you don't need again. In other words, this in fact is Rav Shimon, but it's not saying that when a woman gets married based on the testimony of one aid, you don't need again. Adara, but saying that when a woman gets married based on the testimony of one witness, you do need again. Okay, we'll hold it over here. We'll pick it up with Ravashi, Bezos Hashem, next time. Wishing everyone, Brachavahatzlacha. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.